0: Greetings and welcome to the Hope Recovery Podcast, hosted by Greg Schmalhofer. The Hope Recovery Podcast is published every Monday to help you be successful in recovery and to grow in your faith as well. Hello and welcome to the Hope Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Schmalhofer, and this is episode number 45. So thank you so much for joining me on the Hope Recovery Podcast. Before the devotional message for today, I'd just like to briefly mention about a trip that my wife, Brenda, and I took back in March of this year, 2023. And it was a cross-country road trip where we sort of looped the United States. And it was an amazing trip. And every day was an adventure of some type. We visited many exciting places including Nashville, Hot Springs, Arkansas, Fort Worth, Texas, Prescott, Arizona, Ventura, California, San Francisco, California, and many other great places. Along the way we saw a Cactus League baseball game, an XFL football game, the Hoover Dam, and a cattle drive in Texas, and also we visited Mount Rushmore as well. Just so many neat places and neat opportunities and exciting adventures along the way. In addition, we were, we were also blessed to be able to visit a few days with friends in Prescott, Arizona. So many thanks to Bill and Valerie and their generous and kind hospitality and while we were in prescott arizona i was able to visit with pastor earl of the heights church and his recovery ministry there in prescott arizona and so i was able to to meet with him and to attend their wednesday evening men's bible study which is part of their faith-based recovery ministry Pastor Earl was very kind and generous and took ample time to discuss with me some of what their team is doing in Prescott, Arizona, and their faith-based recovery ministry. It was, it was just a great time attending their meeting and being welcomed by everyone there and learning from another faith-based recovery group. It was evident that Pastor Earl definitely has a heart for ministry— And he was eager to share the message of the Bible, that God is a loving, caring, and compassionate God, and that God wants to help people to be healed from the terrible disease of addiction. So hopefully at some point in the future, I'll be able to interview Pastor Earl and present that interview here on the Hope Recovery Podcast. So the devotional message for today is on Step 9 of Recovery. Step 9 from Narcotics Anonymous is given as, We made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 9 really highlights one of the fundamental principles of the 12 Steps of Recovery, in that at the core of the 12 Steps, the focus is on a heart change. A heart change that involves a deep personality change. The 12 steps are focused on dramatic change that begins really with a spiritual change that involves a newfound relationship with God, with our higher power. This new relationship with God then also impacts how we think and act, and ultimately it also impacts our relationship with people with our friends and loved ones and co-workers, and even to everyone we interact with. This focus of the 12 steps of recovery is evident throughout each step. The 12 steps are all integrated with careful and intentional reflection at each step along the way. They are not simply a list of action steps, but rather they are all combined with careful and intentional reflection before any action steps are to be taken. Words of instruction such as, we admitted, came to believe, made a decision, searching and fearless, exact nature, were entirely ready, humbly asked, and became willing. All of these words, are words that require careful consideration and reflection. At each step along the way of these 12 steps of recovery, they all focus on a heart change, a deep personality change. In essence, a spiritual change that reflects a newfound relationship with God. That, then, causes us to change how we interact with our family and friends, and even how we interact with all people each and every day. And so all of this brings us to step nine of recovery, such that after all of this heart change and personality change and spiritual change, now we are given the instruction to make amends, to actually go and make amends to the people we have harmed. But even step nine keeps the focus on other people, as part of the instruction, is to do so wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Yes, it is important to make amends to those we have harmed, but the focus still requires us to carefully and intentionally consider if this amends would injure them or others. Likely, this is a dramatic change for many of us from our past way of living. As part of the introduction to step nine, N.A. says this on page 40. We want to be free of our guilt, but we don't wish to do so at the expense of anyone else. We might run the risk of involving a third person or some companion from our using days who does not wish to be exposed. We do not have the right or the need to endanger another person. Yes, it is important to make amends if possible, but it is also equally important to consider if it will injure someone else in the process. NA speaks about Step 9 from a broad perspective. When they state on page 41, they state this, sometimes the only way we can make amends is to contribute to society. Now we are helping ourselves and other addicts to recover. This is a tremendous amend to the whole community. Here, NA points out in their own way that the most important thing we can do for ourselves and other addicts, and then even to the whole community, is to be successful in recovery. Being successful in recovery is a great amend to everyone. NA ends their introduction to Step 9 when they point out the spiritual component of Step 9, on page 42, when they say, "...a lot of courage and faith goes into making an amend, and a lot of spiritual growth results." So Step 9 from N.A. reads, "...we made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others." I suggest that there are three key principles, if you will, for Step 9 of recovery. The first key principle of Step 9 is we made direct amends, as in we made specific amends for a specific harm. The amends of Step 9 are not intended to be a general expression of remorse. It is not intended to be a message of, I'm sorry for everything. But rather, it is intended to be a specific amends for a specific harm. A specific amends for a specific harm that was done to the person we are making the amends to. And if possible, the amends should be proportional to the harm we caused. It is also important for Step 9 that we keep the focus on making the amends. We are not here to argue or to explain, or to rationalize why we did what we did. We are there to simply and humbly make amends to them. It is also important to remember that we cannot control how people will respond, but we are able to control how we plan and prepare before we make the amends. I suggest to pray before you go to make the amends pray for a humble spirit and for the ability to present the amends in a way that is most appropriate for the other person, and then to make the amends in a humble and compassionate manner. The second principle of step nine is to such persons wherever possible, as in make specific amends to specific people. In step nine, we make specific amends to specific people, to the specific people we have harmed. This is, again, all about being specific and intentional, and even a specific time of meeting together. This is typically a one-on-one meeting and an in-person meeting. But while it will likely be difficult, it could also be a wonderful time of restoration. Often, relationships are restored in ways that might not have been expected. As step nine is very much about being specific, I suggest that you carefully consider when and where you meet. You should be sensitive to make it at a time and place that is most appropriate for the other person. Then I would also suggest that you carefully consider the words you will use to express your amends in a way that is truthful, but also that might be the most sensitive and caring to the other person as well. The third and final principle of step nine is, accept when to do so would injure them or others, as in, don't make it worse. Step nine is all about making amends to the person we had harmed— But we need to be careful to not make matters worse. Making amends is good for us, but we need to be also careful that it does not cause more harm, that it does not cause more harm to them or to someone else. Here we need to prayerfully consider the amends of Step 9. We need to pray for wisdom and, if necessary, seek wise counsel from a trusted friend or sponsor or pastor before making the amends. Because the last thing we want to do is to make matters worse by making our amends. Here we need to be compassionate and consider the needs and feelings of the other person, which is likely very different from how we felt and acted when we first caused the harm. And that consideration is a reflection of a personality change, of a heart change, and ultimately, of a spiritual change as well, which is what the 12 steps of recovery is all about. This discussion of step nine reminds me of the passage from Luke chapter 19, verses eight and nine, which I think relates well to the principles of step nine, when it talks about repaying for past harms, and then even dramatic change as well. Luke 19, verses eight and nine states this, But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Zacchaeus was viewed by most people as a sinner, overcharging for taxes for his own benefit, But Jesus had kindly engaged with Zacchaeus, and Jesus said he wanted to visit at his house this evening. Zacchaeus was so moved by this expression of grace and compassion that Zacchaeus made this great declaration to correct the harm he had caused to anyone that he had cheated, and that he would pay back four times the amount. What a great example of making amends. For the harm that he had caused. Jesus wanted Zacchaeus to have a restored relationship with God. Jesus was sensitive and compassionate to Zacchaeus, and Zacchaeus responded in a dramatic way. The three principles then of step nine are summarized as we made direct amends, as in we made specific amends for a specific harm, and second, to such persons wherever possible, As in, make specific amends to specific people. And then third, accept when to do so would injure them. As in, don't make it worse. Step nine is a powerful step where the focus is on others and making specific amends for the specific harm we had caused and doing it in a way that is compassionate and sensitive to that person. As I consider step nine of recovery, I am so grateful that God does not require that of us. God does not require us to make amends to him for all of our past sin, for all the times we failed God. But all that God requires is an expression of faith in Christ, for us to put our hope and faith and trust in Jesus because in a sense, Jesus made the ultimate amends for all of us. Jesus paid our amends on the cross, such that all we need to do is to accept the amends that he provided for us. While that may be difficult to understand, it is a clear message of the Bible. So I encourage you to accept the great amends that Jesus provided on the cross. John 3.16 expresses God's great love for us, and even this great amends when it states, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I encourage you to consider step nine carefully when you prepare to make your amends. Do it with grace and compassion and in a way that is sensitive to the person you are making the amends to. And then be specific with your amends to specific people, with a humble and caring spirit. And also, I ask you to consider accepting the amends that God offers because of God's great love for the world and His great love for you, that He gave His one and only Son to you and to everyone to accept the free gift of his amends, of what Jesus did on the cross for you and for me and for everyone. That is what I have for you today. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Hope Recovery Podcast. And remember, there is always hope with God. Take care, and God bless you all. That concludes the podcast episode for today, but let me take a brief moment and mention that if you are interested in more faith-based recovery resources that share the wonderful message, There Is Always Hope With God, I encourage you to visit the website at www.hoperecovery.us. Also, if you would like to help Hope Recovery share the message of faith-based recovery, I encourage you to go to the website and click the link that says how to help for quick and easy ways that you can help share the message that recovery is absolutely possible with God in your life. And if there is any way that I can help you or your group, please feel free to email me at hoperecoveryus at gmail.com. And I would be happy to talk with you further. And again, take care. And God bless you all.